Good love our gracious queens are throughout their just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host United, United Queendom, the number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. And the NAFTA for Outstanding Contribution to Rimming goes to Sam Dula. Applause. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, I take my rimming really, really seriously. Um, It's not something I... Uh, would just suck up any old day. Um, it's more licking. Really, you know, it's, um, I usually get to a lickety split. And um, <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. Thanks to the Academy. You've put the hours in. Um, you definitely didn't cut corners on this one. So I think it's well-deserved and actually long overdue. Thank you. Thank you. Too kind. I'd like to thank God. Um, well, should we rate this episode? Speaking of shit. Oh, um, <laughs> I wonder where you're going. Um, I'm going to... What did I give last week? Seven. No, didn't I give it six? Um, I can't even remember what happened yesterday. Never mind last week. Um, <laughs> did we recap Drag give, Race? Gonna, I bet we did. I'm going to give this one a uh, seven. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a five. And the reason that is so low... Five? Is, yeah, it's because... And I think it might be too soon to say this, but with this season, and I did have high hopes... But this cast is not really entertaining me in terms of um, the workroom bits. You know what? I think, you know, like All Star 7, the winner season, I think that was one of the reasons I really enjoyed that season. It's because when they were all just Jinx and um, Jada in oh, yeah, the they were having room. laughs. And yeah, and they're funny because they're funny entertainers anyway. And I know. Already, and we, knew they're, we knew they're all round entertainers, but a lot of these queens are like, well, some of them have never even performed, have they? So they're hardly going to be, you know, particularly sparkly yeah that's the thing i think the interesting ones in this cast like cheddar are a bit quieter and then i think the loud ones like danny uh not i'm not finding them that entertaining so it's just not i'm finding these this episode was a real slog to get through and quite boring but i did like the main challenge um so i I give it i have to say that i've got um yeah for and for for an episode of drag race i had a really quite in-depth mini challenge and then quite a difficult challenge as well like it was like, it should have been way more interesting, but I think it's also testament to that it was quite boring that they had to rely on staged questions like, so have you had, how do you find dating? You know, have you got, a, have you got, a, what's your dating life like? Do you know what I mean? They had two of those, which is very unusual, isn't it? Because normally it would be, it would be quite like natural flowing, but they kind of shoehorned it in, didn't they? Yeah, I think with these episodes, because the maxi challenge means the runway, you don't have a separate runway. So I think they lose a bit of time and I think they have to make up for it with these things. But, um, oh my God, I heard a sound then that sounded like the alien. <laughs> oh my God, what was it? Was it your stomach? No, that was me. No, that, I know that one was you, but the one before that, it was like, <laughs> no, it was like oh, the grudge. Know. It was like the, gr- the girl from the grudge. Oh, it might <gasps> be. Oh my God, I heard it again. Oh, it might be. Um... This is so scary. Are you in leather pants? No, it's so... I'm on a leather couch. Oh my god! 
I hope the microphone is picking that up because, sorry, that sounds completely crazy, but it sounds like the girl from The Grudge is our special guest <laughs> of the week. And we've, you've all been asking for her for a long time now, so I'm very glad to have her here. Um, if you... <laughs> She's also not of, not of many words, but, you know, you'll certainly... She, she, she won't hold a grudge if you don't talk to her. <laughs> well, speaking of holding a grudge, uh, so we had the thing last week about Starlet having her awkward exit, which you know oh. all about awkward exits, Sam. But, yes. um, but she gave an interview this week to Attitude and she explained, she said she didn't mean to walk off without... So basically she was premature with her exit line. She said at the f- uh, to Rue, didn't she? I, I have achieved my dream now, I need a new one. So she was meant... To, She'd planned to say that at the oh, back. Oh, that was her exit line. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you should know from watching the show, you say something to Rue, you thank Rue, then you say your exit line over there. But she said one <laughs> thing and then didn't have another thing. And then she said when she was walking off, she was crying too much to um, to speak. So so I don't think it was shade last week. Uh, so bless Starlet. Um, God, um, well, of course, that leather cow is like a really hear of, it. Of, Sorry. <laughs> Of course, it's not shade when you've had when you, when you've had when you've had six months to think of an answer. Of course, it's not shade. Think of an excuse, if you will. But yeah, um, exactly. all the other queens thought she was actually competition. They were like relieved she's gone because they're like, oh, we'll look better because she had good looks. So I didn't think she was a big contender, but they apparently did. Um, no, not did I because performance wise, she just wasn't great. I mean, she looked amazing. I mean, you, you can't deny that. And like, just look at her, just look at her photos on Instagram, whatever. And you're like, you know, that's pretty much what you get. But the rest of it, she just wasn't. I think maybe she had a bit more time. To sh- if she had a bit more time to shine, then maybe. But um, just wasn't really cutting it. Yeah. And then they're all running with this old maiden quote, which is obviously a reference to Tiffany Pollard, because Sminty said it last week, didn't she? She said, old maiden type dress. And now they're all... Yeah, but I think Cheddar's, Cheddar's, missed, Cheddar's missed the point. But I think Cheddar, she has. Cheddar doesn't re- Cheddar, she doesn't realise that it's from CBB. I mean, shame on her for that. Uh, but, you know, we forgive her because we love her. But, um, yeah. You may you... have a PhD, but there's some things you, you don't learn in school, okay? And that's one of them. <laughs> she just thinks, she's for some reason, took it as an insult that she was saying that everybody else's gowns were like were like old maiden gowns and and also just taking the old maiden as an insult when in fact it was just a reference so oh dear um yeah but and it's always, so always annoying when there's a catchphrase on drag race that's within the workroom but it's not actually for us so they're all finding it funny as an in joke i mean i find it funny as well but it's just like it's not playing to the audience they're all just giggling we're in on the joke <laughs> let us in i have to mention by the way i've been meaning to do it for weeks my friend who listens katie garrick uh kept saying well she said once so really didn't keep saying but was <laughs> hoping that i would mention on the podcast how much baby looks like alexandra burke did you say that before sam no i think someone else has said it to me as well people are saying it online in drag alexandra burke oh in drag yeah i have a, it didn't occur to me but once people pointed out i can see it um but yeah i've said it now i finally remembered so we got that important. I don't really bit. see it. I don't really see it. But get a, get in a pair of broken heels, and I, I might change my mind. Should we address the elephant in the room, really? Because I think that is the fact that baby looks like Alexandra Burke. Do you remember when um when she did that? When she she had that song called Elephant in the Room, and then thought that she, oh, yeah, she, she and she said, "I'm I'm bringing this phrase to the UK," even though everyone was already very well aware. of it. <laughs> that, that was her she, most iconic. They, they, I'm pretty sure they she's. They played Elephant in the Room. They played, oh, no, they played Broken Heels as a lip sync final, haven't they? 
Yeah, I think so. I actually really don't like Broken Heels. And my friend Benji, who you know, mm. that is literally one of his favourite songs of all time, which I find... What? Almost bewildering. Well, not almost. I don't think it's, I anyone, I don't think it's one of anyone's favourite f- favorite songs of all time. It can't possibly be. Although Alexandra Burke will have a, a place in my heart. She actually is, the I think, the only person where I've danced with the person to their own song. Because once I was in... What was it? Mihiki and All Night Long came on, which is a good song. And we were dancing and I was dancing with Alexandra to Alexandra. Oh, that is fun. That's a nice meta moment. Oh, you meta work. Um, she's actually she's actually lovely, Alexandra Berg. Um, you know, I've, I think I've got I do have um, I've got a number somewhere. She's had her so own she, um, she had her okay dot com, which was famously almost ruined her career when she said that on Expecto. <laughs> Yeah, but then she said it on x and then she released, like, stickers with it on. Oh, did she, did she reclaim that? That's good. No, no, she tried... No, she wasn't trying to reclaim it. She was thinking that it was a thing. Oh, she thought... It, people thought it was a fierce thing to say, and they weren't actually. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't realise everyone was taking the piss. And to this, <laughs> to this day, her and Beyoncé is probably one of the greatest TV moments of all time. So... Yeah. She's going to listen to this, and it's going to be a rude awakening. What, Beyoncé? No, oh, no. I'll <laughs> yes. Beyonce is one of our listeners. Beyonce and the Grudge Girl. My favorite, my favorite, my favorite Beyonce, my ba- my favorite Beyonce thing ever. No, it's, wait, it's not Beyonce. Sorry, it's um, Nicole Scherzinger, where um, she's singing with Jermaine, and she and she she goes. Oh my god, I love that. I do. Um, it's so good. But... She t- she takes his microphone off him, and then doesn't give him another one. That's the biggest favor you could have done for him, I think. Did you see that um, Right Said Fred have uh, slammed Beyonce today? I don't know why I'm talking about Oh, what tablet. about the Right Said Fred? They don't have the right! <laughs> they, um, so she sampled the, that song, I'm Too Sexy, on her new album. Oh. And it's the, the same drama as what happened with Khalees recently, where it, it is credited, but they never asked them for permission, which legally they don't have to ask them because they didn't um, write the, the thing that's being sampled. But... Um, but they still get annoyed about it. And they've said that she's, um, what did they call her? Arrogant. In the words of Candy Muse, arrogant. Um, I'm not being funny, but they, um, they have become these crazy Parody. anti-vaxxer lunatics. Um, they're, all, they're often, well, they're maybe not lunatics. I'm sure I will get slated for that. But they're, because um, it's, um, it's just, yeah, they're quite, you know, they were anti-lockdown, anti-vax, anti-this, anti-that, and, you know, and he's anti-trans as well, I think. I'm, I'm, I don't quite me on that, but, like, they've, they've gone very... They've gone a bit right-wing. They've been on they've been on GB News a few times, actually. Well, so have you. Although you're arguing with <laughs> yeah. them. You're, you're, I'm you're arguing the vo- with them. You're the voice of reason. <laughs> I'm the voice, I'm the understanding. <laughs> um, did you notice that they're still using the Her Majesty done already done had hers in this oh no <laughs> people wondered if they were going to drop it I think they didn't include it the first two weeks but it's back again so um, I think that's fine I don't I didn't even notice I'm not going to get offended by nothing these days well I guess majesty also applies to Charles isn't it it's not exclusively the queen so it just still is relevant it's just now relevant to well, it would be his majesty but yeah his but, 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 but also her majesty in this could be RuPaul so oh yeah yeah I think that is true. So we find out that they are doing a whole episode on Red Carpet Awards season, both the Mini and the Maxi Challenge. And the Mini Challenge is the NAFTA Awards, which um, I found... So they all have to um, do a little outfit, don't they? Did they do that? 
Um, yeah, they had to do very quick drag. They had to do a quick, quick run, quick, quick um, red carpet drag. And it's, yeah, hey, but they quick, weren't but... judged on it, were they? They just sort of got into. Oh it no, no, for no, no they just had to get into the drag and then stand there for no reason. Yeah, then they they did something similar in season five when they did a little mini challenge based on a red carpet, which was a lot more fun. But this one, I found the mini challenge very shady because they gave out awards and they were quite. I don't know. They're quite because it wasn't even like the queens sometimes have to give them to each other. Oh no, they did give them to each other, didn't they? But they were voted for by each other. Yeah. Did they say that at the time? Because they mentioned it later. But yeah, I... they did. Yeah, oh. they said they said it's voted. They, they Ruth said it's voted for. You know, it's voted by you, which makes it all the more shady or something. Well, I still thought the categories were very shady because I mean, in the past they've done like shadiest queen or. Uh, more jokey ones but this one like who's fading into the background that's quite like <laughs> that's quite mean really when all your cast votes for you for that and I just felt like they were kind of giving them a real biggest, lo- biggest loser on the show biggest fattest face um, no they've got <laughs> filler queen filler queen cunt chops Deserves to Die Award goes to... They had <laughs> the, definitely me the Beast in Show actress uh, with most star quality went to Black Pepper and then best background, uh, Copper Top, which I felt really... B- I just feel generally bad for Copper Top because I feel like she's had a real rough ride of it. I do. I think she's been very... And she's really, and she seems really sweet. Yeah, she seems really sweet as well, doesn't she? Yeah, and I mean, we've said this before, but like when... You, if you're a bit quieter, and not even if you're quieter, sometimes I think people are quite um, extroverted and loud. When you put them in this environment, when you're suddenly not the loudest person. It can take you a while to adjust. But the thing that really doesn't does not help in that situation is being told that you're the quiet one and constantly because it just it just makes you withdraw more and it, it makes me feel uncomfortable when they do this. And I felt really bad for her. Um because I bet in her wherever she's from, she's probably like a, a lot more comfortable and loud and Well exactly. Well you're suddenly with a load of queens like Danny Bifford like who's just going Ah like every five seconds. Well, you're the only one who fancies Danny Beard, so <laughs> I was hoping you'd forget about that. Um, <laughs> never. You, well, never. It means nothing. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, no, it's just, because I think, you know, because you could, you could say that both you and I were extroverts, but I've been in scenarios before when you're suddenly surrounded by loads of people and loads of people are really like, rah, 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 rah. I don't think in... that ever happens to you. That I'm a bit like that. I'm very much like, I feed off the energy around me. So if I'm not feeling it, I will go quite quiet. But I've never seen you quiet in any situation, I have to admit. I've, I've hoped I for it, it, but on. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I mean, it has happened before, but I just, I, I've pushed myself past it. Oh, boy, do I'm like, everybody needs to see the real Sam. So I've got to, I've got to, give, I've got to give, them, give the kids what they want. <laughs> well, can I quote what Sam told me off podcast recently, which was that sometimes when, when he goes on a night out, his favourite thing about it is going out with himself. And I love that. <laughs> I, I love that quote. <laughs> And I know that you fully meant it as well, and I think it's fabulous. Well, I said I didn't say that. I you said, did. Sometimes I said sometimes the best part about about going out is the fact that I'm there. And... <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, that laugh was awful, but I've I've lost control. Um, uh... So then the other one, so Danny Beard gets Steen ceiling. And then she does steal the scene with her fake cry, which, I mean, I don't want to be a bitch, but I'm just, something about Danny is kind what? of annoying me. Okay, I do want to be a bitch, and she's just annoying me. <laughs> uh, resting on Pretty Goes to Baby, which I uh, wasn't expecting that one, TBH. But, um, and, and, I did <laughs> and she goes, she goes, look at all this. She says, this skin, this bone structure. And I was like, mm. Where? 
Yeah, I wouldn't have even. Put... You could uh, that would, that would have gone to Starlet if it wasn't for last if it wasn't for that she wasn't there. Well, yeah, I mean, Baby is attractive, but I, I but she's think... also she's also got she's all got talents as well. So she's not resting on that. Exactly, and I, I I feel like she doesn't wear enough makeup. So, I mean, that is resting on pretty, I guess, where you think your face doesn't need makeup in drag, but I think it does need it. Mm, I definitely think it does. Um, and then best hot mess goes to Sminty Drop, who does take it quite well because this could be a shady one, but. I think she's quite likeable, Sminty. She's growing on me. I didn't think I would like her, but I am liking her. Yeah, well, I like Sminty Drop. And then, um, so they do that. It doesn't really even cause any drama. The only thing achieved by this mini challenge is really knocking Coppertop's confidence even further. And then we go into the Maxi challenge. Knocking t- Coppertop off the till. Yeah, <laughs> to the bottom. And then we the Maxi challenge is so confusing because it, it makes it sound like it's going to be about bingo. And then nothing about it actually ends up being about bingo, apart from that the colours that I'm getting, um, I'm getting, I'm getting Yarsenbury vibes again. Yeah, it's like they start with an idea and then just completely abandon it and then go back to what they usually do. But it's just seems like a missed opportunity. Well, they're just trying to they're just trying to give give you know the normal challenges a different name. But then unfortunately, then it's just like they, they, it's like in name only Yarsenbury. In fact, it's just a girl group challenge, or in name only is it bingo something? When in fact, it's just you know. Just to, just doing it in pairs. Well, I suppose the fabric, is it meant to be like bit fabric that you would find up in a bingo thing? Because it's all like sequins and glitter. But... Maybe. And they had to choose a number for the box. And then the, and then who was with who came came in the balls. I mean, so, I mean, like, I get it. I get it. But it's just, I think they could have done more with it. If they'd come down the runway and done, they could have done like a little uh, bingo call. And tried to make a joke. Well, it's like you said. It's like you said because you wrote um, loads of go- jokes for somebody, didn't you? When they did Bingo. For Charlie Hyde. When I did yeah. Bingo. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they, that's so basically that is a comedy writing challenge. So they could have combined the two. Yeah, I think they should have done because it was a bit confusing. And then they add the element of them being put in pairs, which I, I quite like when they put in pairs. I think it is interesting. But I also think it's weird when they then are not judged in, fully in them. But we'll get to that later. But it all goes a bit weird but yeah their pairs also seemed rigged i feel like they made sure that they didn't put two um people in that they don't want to lose so i think it was all quite strategically placed so they got rid of who they wanted so they got lafil with sminty baby with dakota cheddar with copper and danny with pixie and jb who i'm glad that rue called out how terrible that jumper's name is gets with black pepper (laughs) yeah i was gonna say well done well done to you because that's 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 a that's a little win for you isn't it babes Oh, yeah. Um, thank you. Um, uh, You're welcome. <laughs> and, um, yeah, who did you think out of these pairings would be likely to succeed and likely to fail? Well, I mean, I always think that um, the, the older ones, Danny, I thought Danny was going to do well. I thought Cheddar was going to do well. The thing is, I mean, I know they say, you know, Copperpot's very fading to the background, but also Copperpot has got quite bad critiques. And also is just kind of like, you can see she feels unsure. Do you know what I mean? She's not, she's not got a lot of confidence. So I know obviously getting that award would not, would not help her. But um, I think it was nice that she went in with, um, with Cheddar. Because yes. um, you know, that was someone who, could, someone who could support her. But also at the same time, they, they, surely if they were coming out of like a, a ball machine, they couldn't, they couldn't decide who, who went with who. No, they didn't decide. Uh, the producers. Oh no, they they always fake that stuff. It's like when they do the, 
the box. What? Yeah, oh yeah, whenever it's like that, it's never really random. Like the um, the spinning wheel at the end where they choose who lip syncs for the crown. It's always like predetermined, and it's it's all smoke and mirrors. Two things that gay men love. Oh, wait. So they just what? They just go through the ball. So they just. Oh, I see how they would do it. They would just film the ball coming out. That's that name, and then just pretend they're reading it out. Then. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Oh well, that's very disappointing. Sorry, and Santa is not real. Um, so... <gasps> Shh! <laughs> not on this podcast! Children listen! <laughs> I hope they don't, They actually. really shouldn't, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, no one wants green. Which colour would you want? Uh, blue. Even though Alan says it's so meh, but it's my, it's my signature colour, really. I find it really weird not to like the colour blue. I thought blue was just a universally liked colour. But I... Well, exactly, but I do understand what he's saying, because the blue that they had was a kind of like a muted... More of a grey blue, do you know what I mean? It wasn't like bright blue. It's not blue, a show-stopping so... blue, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was more like a like a like a wet weekend blue. So I do understand what what he was saying, but I think he just got confused and just thought it was all blues. <laughs> I think I would have wanted the gold because, like, I think it's quite easy with gold to make it look quite obviously luxurious because it's gold. But you know, like Raji did with her look this year and then what um, Cheddar ends up doing this season I think it, even as something simple in gold ends up just looking a bit more special um, mm. oh agreed yeah but no one wants green which I do like green but this was a particularly horrible green so there are, there's good green and there's bad green so I get why they didn't want it and Black Pepper and JB get it bad green being the wicked witch of the west no one's green with MB um and then Rue does a little walkthrough to make sure they all feel suitably terrible. A lot of people were saying <laughs> on Reddit that they don't think Rue looks like he's liking this cast. And I agree. You know, sometimes you get like Rue picks up, gets someone like Lawrence Cheney or mm. um, Christopher Versace and he just loves them. And I don't think he's connecting much with any of these people. Um, so if you watch... Yeah, you look- and he, she, she even said something shady to Cheddar, didn't she? She what? She even said something a bit shady to Cheddar, or at least Cheddar took it as shady. Oh, about her age, yeah. Yeah. Although, people in glass houses rue, let's... I won't be making age jokes. Um, and also, and also, probably Cheddar's probably the ripe old age of 35. <laughs> yeah, she, Cheddar said that. She's like, I'm actually not that old. Because the thing is, if you start drag quite young, you, um, you could be doing it for a long time and still not be very old. But I think people just assume, mm. if you've been doing it for 10 years, oh, you must be 100. And it's like, well, no, like... 20 plus 10 but also, but also anyone you like you put somebody in drag and like and they always end up looking like they're in their 40s or 50s do you know what I mean even if they're in their 20s unless you're um, Minnie Cooper who looked like she was in yeah. her 120s actually she Don't. bless her we're, we're still having P- PTSD from that that, 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 roll, that, that that final lip sync roller skating moment is really really <laughs> lives in my mind and it's quite terrifying it's called trauma um, so mm. and Copper's traumatized a little bit by the vote, and she asks, she kind of demands to know who voted for her, and it is a bit cringe because I do understand why you'd be upset, but also, what's to be achieved from, because also like you can't really deny that that's how they feel. It, it's an opinion, isn't it? So it's like mm-hmm. no one can be wrong. You can be like, I'm pissed off, I got the vote, but you can't really challenge people on it. The only way you can prove them wrong is by acting differently. Which I guess this and also is. One of the, and also one of them said, oh, well, you know, I just literally was asked to put a name down, so I just chose yours. Yeah. I mean. Um, and then JB's upset that Rue hates her name. So may, I'm hoping that 
Although it didn't even happen with Heidi and Kozik. She still goes by that name. But at least Rue tried to give her the suggestions. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe this will turn out to be part of her branding as this horrible, horrible name. Oh, I found out the, <laughs> I, I found out why she's called Jombers. Um, oh, right, go on then. So her name used to be, and I'm going to get this wrong, but I forgot what it was, but it was a reference to JonBenet Ramsay. And it was like John, John Ben, John Benet something, like a like a pun on John Benet Ramsey, and then instead she shortened it to Jombers because people thought it was who's John Benet, the little girl that got murdered. Yes. Oh my god. And I think that's why she changed, shortened it because it's quite a, um, it's a bit con- dark. Yeah, dark reference. Um, which, yeah. but I was going to ask you who who is that? I d- I knew it was someone who got murdered, but was it like a was it a big American was, Madeline yeah, type it was thing? A- yeah, it was. It was very. She was very famous. She was basically um, like you know they have those weird child like child beauty queen things. Yeah, the oh, it's come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was one. Of, she was, don't you remember? She's really pretty. She's got like blonde hair. Obviously, like you know, had all the makeup on and stuff. And then basically, somebody uh, kidnapped her and murdered her. Did they get caught? I think so. Yeah, I think I have watched a documentary on this, but you know my memory. Um... So, um, da- they no, do- I don't. I don't know. I've forgotten. <laughs> they do the bits that you mentioned that were a bit forced, like Danny talking about his boyfriend, and then the the interesting bit was Pixie. Cause she talks a bit about her relationship with Tia Coffee, which mm. not an image well, any of us needed. Yeah. But yeah, she she referenced that she was like um, not a, not a visual of any of us needed or wanted, not a sex tape <laughs> any of us are queuing up to see. But um, <laughs> but she said she made some mistakes and ended the relationship, which I assume is. Maybe she helped Tia Coffee with her runways for season two because th- those were some mistakes. But we haven't found out what it is yet. <laughs> but I, I'll be sure to ask her if I see her at anything. I'll be like, right. Somebody must. So, I mean, that just sounds like you know either cheated or maybe um, because she was on um, Drag Race, it drove a wedge between them because she was jealous or her fame got a bit much and she was like, oh, I don't like it. Blah 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 blah. Do you know what I mean? There could Ooh, be anything like that. I think you're right because I remember it was like that with Alaska when Sharon Needles got on. If you're both drag queens and one of you gets on Drag Race, that does actually completely cause a lot of tension. So I bet you're right there. Mm. Um, and then Cheddar does a bit where, and this felt a bit overkill at this point. She was like, she people used to not fancy her, but now she has a boyfriend, and it was all. I mean, I love Cheddar, but I just didn't find it that interesting. Um, but also. So I get it. I get. It. I mean, it, was, it, it would make a good. It would make an interesting because I've like obviously having written about this kind of stuff in the past, like um, you know about straight men and you know because I did that article for the Times. Remember about is your husband on Grinder? <laughs> and um, this reminds me of that in a way because especially, especially with what um, the Phil was saying about how. You know, when she's super femme, she gets the straight straight man, but they don't want to have a relationship. But then, you know, like gay boys wouldn't want her because she's too firm. So, I mean, that is really interesting. It's, but it's more of a, a, a more of a lengthy conversation about sexuality than it is about five minutes in the workroom. Well, I tell you, I need to send you this link, but I listened to a podcast this week. It's called Sex Education. Oh, yeah. And uh, the subject of it was, why do straight men sleep with men? And, you know, this is something that um, I often am banging on about, Sam. But they Mm. they had a doctor on talking about it and going through the reasons for this phenomenon that a lot of people are very unaware of. And it was really interesting. And it's basically saying that, basically, it doesn't mean you're gay. It's just a lot of straight men are quite um, fascinated by the act. So they're not into the guy. They don't want to be in a relationship with a the man. They don't fancy the man himself. They just fan- uh, mm. they have an attraction to the act. 
And I think it's... Yeah, um, I get that. It's, it's, a night, it's a night, so, you know... They, they want to suck a dick, basically. They have sex. That's, yeah, or they, you know, they'll have, they'll have sex, but it's not, it's not the male-male love that they want or, the, or that sort of thing. Like, that's, you know, they want that from a woman or something. So well, yeah, I, I do get it. It's just all a spectrum. It's just not as black and white as often people think it is. Oh, my um, God, not black and white at all. Um, as long as you're my baby, it doesn't matter if you are black or white. Um, yeah. A lot of people did not like... I'd like, to be, I'd like to be black and white, actually, like checkered. Like, um, yeah, like a chessboard. Um, <laughs> a lot of people didn't like Rue's outfit this week, a little... I couldn't tell if it was, like, blue or violet. I didn't mind it, but everyone, a lot of people said it was the worst she's looked in a while. Obviously, It was very haven't. short. Yeah, she does tend to get those pin, those wooden legs out for um, <laughs> for Drag Race UK. Um, she's obviously had them buffed up. She's had them, she's had them buffed up at a um, at a local mahogany dealer. <laughs> so um, she wants she wants she wants to get them shiny pins out. Um, and then Leomi Anderson is the guest judge, who obviously I did, had not heard of because that's very me. But I now like her, so <laughs> she's she's won a new fan in me today. She uh, well, she's a she's a supermodel, but um, well, just a model and like an advocate and stuff like that. But she's she was great, wasn't she? I mean. I don't know a lot about fashion, but she must be on the l- slightly less famous end of supermodels because I've usually mm, heard of yeah. the, the the main players. Um, by the way, do you think Cara Delevingne's going to end up dead? What? <laughs> Have you not seen all these pictures of her just looking like she's going down the Amy Winehouse route? Um, she got thrown off Jay-Z's plane the other week, didn't she? Because she was so fucked. Uh, I think she will be fine. She's, you know, she's always been a bit up and down. Um you know, obviously, I know her family really well, and you know, I think. Oh, sorry. Sorry, right, uh, <laughs> I know Clary really well, uh, Chloe Levine. I don't. Um, I've met Cara a few times, uh, but I think she just. You know, she's she, what we need to f- not forget that she's still she's still really young. So, um, you know, she might have been. She might have taken a taken an Advil to one Advil too many or something. I don't know. But um, whenever anyone does anything in public that makes people worried, etc., then usually the family gets straight involved. So. Um, I wouldn't be worried about her dying. Well, I predict she will die, which, as we all know, means she won't, because my predictions are always wrong. So, actually, we can rest <laughs> Okay, good, good prediction. You do it, yeah. Um, so, let's go through these presentations in pairs. Uh, so, we first we get Sminty and LaFille doing blue, and they do, like, a swimwear, ethereal type thing. I thought it was a hit. I thought they looked great. Um, yes. But again, obviously this is what we're talking about with the blue. Not a very nice colour blue, but that is it's this was more of like a like a sixties Jetsons sort of blue, um, which was which was fine and I but I do think they did a good job and um as uh Nomi said, is it Nomi or Leone? Leomi. No, Leone Leo Leomi. Leomi. Leomi with an M. L E O M I E. Oh, I thought it was Leone. Um oh, maybe it is. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I just realised, I don't know why I'm answering with such confidence, because I'm reading it off my own notes, but they're probably wrong. So, <laughs> so I, I did look it up earlier. Uh, I'm going to guess that you're right, though, because, well... Oh, no, because yeah, I was it? reading on Reddit, so I saw her name come up a lot, so I think I, it is Leomi. It's a, it's a very horrible name. It's up there with jumpers, actually. Leomi. Um, yes, it is Leomi. And the reason uh, I, t- I typed in Leone Anderson and Leomi came up, so... Well, she's very beautiful, but I guess, obviously, that's a given, because she's a... She's very beautiful, and then she said that she, and she, said that she wants that, uh, the top that LaFille made, and, I mean, it is amazing. I mean, the, the ruching on it was, is very difficult to do, as, he's, as, as Rue said, and, uh, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was lovely. Definitely a hit. What did you make of Black Pepper and John Buzz in green? 
Oh, First, it's, again, it was a, a really, really horrible green, like a greeny, yellowy, like a bogey, sick green. Um, so I didn't like the colour at all. And, you know, Michelle was right when she said, like, you know, it made, you know, made jumpers look washed out and because of the because of the wig as well. I mean, like, oh, it was just a bit of a mess. Everything was falling apart. Um, <laughs> oh, dear me, me. Pepper's, Black Pepper's um, skirt was falling down. I was getting a um, I was getting a paper bag moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The wigs were bad. I thought they were bad. I definitely give it a shit. I I would go as far as to say I thought they were going to be the bottom two. Mm. Oh, definitely. I thought they oh, were. Although I did, although I didn't give them my shit of the week. I actually gave my shit of the week to Pixie and Danny. But their outfits were constructed, so they didn't look a mess. But I just thought they were visually quite horrible. It was just like purple, and then these black wigs, and they they were identical. And I just thought it looked really bad. But it was polished. I have to disagree. I thought they looked great. Um, I thought the I thought the height. I thought the um high ponytail wig and then the bouffant like sixties wig were great. It was a good moment. They looked totally like sisters. They were the same sort of size. The padding was good, and the dresses looked like they were made professionally. So I mean, I know they were a little bit boring, but um, and perhaps they were too similar looking, but it was you know it was a, certainly a well turned out look. Mm, I thought it was ghastly. Um, <laughs> Gasler, and then Dakota and Baby. With this one, I th- I did think they looked good, but I thought I thought it was too different. So even though just the Pixie and Danny were two the same, I thought that even though obviously they were both black outfits, I didn't get. Um, well, they were- well, the um the similar stuff was um obviously you know the um the thigh high boots um and obviously the arm things so they'd obviously use black material but also this other coloury sort of like almost 80s sort of you know asian inspired material which i did really like sort of like kimono material do you know what i mean i thought it looked lovely yeah i mean they did look good i just thought it was less cohesive than the others and i wasn't expecting them to, to necessarily win although i don't think it's completely undeserved um i thought the win was going to go to Cheddar and Copper, which, because I did think I they were going to be judged as teams. And once they mentioned it, I did notice that obviously Cheddar looked, I mean, Cheddar, I thought, definitely looked the best out of everyone. Her look yeah. was just beautiful, exquisite, looked really interesting and detailed. Copper did look not as good as her, and the boots were a mistake, but I didn't think it was bad enough to drag their whole presentation down um no and i don't think the boots are a mistake i get i get what she was talking about it's like a barbarella moment like you know and those you know the, do you remember like i mean i don't know if you remember the space scene in barbarella with her um and i also don't know what Kylie barbarella Re- is i just it's constantly referenced on drag race but i actually don't know what it is <laughs> don't know what the fuck it is so, so you didn't think you didn't want to take the time to type in a simple google search well i, I just always thought they were talking like about the jetsons <laughs> No. So Barbarella is like a sci-fi um, from the 70s. You know, I don't like sci-fi. Yeah, but sci-fi from the 70s starring Jane Fonda. And um, you know the video for Kylie's Put Yourself in My Place where she's taking off that pink um, pink um, astronaut suit in space. Yeah. Yeah, that's also taken from Barbarella. Um, basically, Jane Fonda looks beautiful throughout. It's really quite sexy. It's a bit weird. It's um, sort of like a... It's sort of... It's quite similar to Rocky Horror in a way. I mean, no singing, obviously. But um, in the way that it's a bit, you know, quite, you know, shonky costumes and all 70s and a bit and a bit like... The, the... And it's... Go on. And it, it's a TV show or a Film. Film. Oh, 
And it's like 60s. It's definitely worth a watch. It's definitely worth a watch. No, 70s. It's like really colourful and it's got some hot, hot guys in it as well with their tops off. I feel like the only time it, it just constantly gets mentioned on Drag Race and I've never heard anyone mention it outside of Drag Race. It's just very, <laughs> very strange. Um, it's not really surprising. Then, so yeah, I give my hit of the week to Copper and Cheddar, which is strange given that one of them ended up leaving. Um, who was your hit of the week? Um, well, it has to be Cheddar, really. I thought it, I thought Cheddar just looked amazing. Um, I did, I did really like um, the blue team, um, but um, Jombas and Baby. But I think um, it wasn't as interesting as um, Cheddar, and I like that they had a storyline as well, and I liked it. And like, and you know, seeing Cheddar like glower at the end of the um, at the end of the runway with all that amazing makeup as well. So it was like way better. So um, I didn't think, I didn't think she was so bad as to be in the bottom copper top. So um, I think it was, I think they wanted to get rid of her. Yeah, they definitely did. And I, I think Cheddar's going to win as well. I'm really getting that feeling more and more as the show goes on. Um, but we find out that Danny and Pixie are declared safe. They're the only ones safe, which I was not impressed by. And then I thought it was really obvious who was going to be the tops and the bottoms out of everyone left. And then that... How wrong you were. I mean, it, I was right that Dakota and Baby were top and Baby, uh, sorry, Black Pepper and um, Jombas were bottom, but I was wrong about mm. Cheddar because uh, I thought well, they were... Is it because off... they split? It's because they split them up and, you, and that confused you. It did get very confusing. I just think if you're going to give the win as a pair, then do the bottom as a pair. Because, I mean, if you're working as a team, then really if you're the person looks bad as well isn't that reflection on you like in the makeover challenge oh, that's a good point i didn't think i didn't think of that because they did give the winners a pair so they sh- the loser should have been a pair but then but then you're right but then cheddar would have had to lip sync with mm, you're right i think it, it was just it was just a production decision wasn't it really so it's not generally quite not not that fair they were but also they were never they were never going to get rid of black pepper at this point no um so I think they kind of put her in the bottom with Copper to make sure that Copper did get sent packing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the bottom is Black Pepper and Copper. And then we kind of get this build-up as if... I mean, it was... Black Copper. Black Copper. It was. Uh, it felt like we got a build-up as if Black Pepper was going to be this absolute lip-sync assassin. And I do think she won this lip-sync, but I was a bit disappointed. I thought she was a bit messier than I was expecting and I actually thought Copper was a lot better than I was expecting so it was a bit of a weird lip sync yeah it was weird it was to Ella Henderson uh this is real which quite a quite a crap choice of a lip sync song so maybe that didn't help um, but also it's also also like did you not see online how everyone's like oh worst worst time for an Ella Henderson um Ella Henderson lip sync because she um she sung at the conservative um Tory uh, what's it called? Um, what's it called? Convention this week. I know. I mean, I think it's a bit silly. That doesn't mean she's a to- that doesn't mean she's a Tory. That means she's doing a job, surely. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're Ella Henderson, I think if you get a paid gig, you go. I mean, I mean, she, not saying she's like a crap pop star because she's done well out of all the people to leave X Factor to stay relevant. But mm. I don't think she's rolling in money to the point where she's turning down gigs left, right, and centre. So I mean, if she gets a high profile gig, she probably is going to take it. Um, yeah. But yeah, who knows? And that's, who knows? And that's really like, uh, the, 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 the conference thing is more, that's more of a corporate gig, isn't it? 
Do you know what I mean? Artists do corporate gigs all the time because corporate gigs pay loads more money. Uh, or like a, um, you know, when you do like a billionaire's birthday party, when you look, they have, you know, they've had like Beyonce or like Kylie, and they come and do like five minute, f- five songs, whatever, and they get paid like a fucking fortune. Because private, private gigs like that worth more money. So you can't really blame her for that. Well, and I just think it's a bit immature when you're getting into the whole thing of like, oh, if someone doesn't have the same political beliefs as me, then I think they I'm not going to support them I hate them yeah exactly I mean, yeah. It, yeah if it's like a fucking Nazi party or something that's one thing but I mean the Tories for for better or worse mostly worse have been in power for quite a long time Most uh, <laughs> 12 years the majority of people who vote for them in this country it's not kind of like a huge scandal to know that someone mm. voted for them so I think it's a bit immature to um yeah, it is know, immature demonise Ella I'm... Henderson for this but uh, yeah, also... and also I don't think um I don't think there should be uh, like I don't, I don't like the. I hate that. I hate the crazy lefty loonies. I hate the Tories. Da 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 da. I don't like the divisiveness of politics. It's all very it doesn't have tribal, to be that way. and it, it just yeah, takes and it doesn't have to be nuance. like that. Yeah, you could. You and could we're not like, America. Yeah, yeah. You could be like, I don't like the Tories, but you could also be like, but there's some policies I don't like on this side, and there's some I do like on this side. It's mm. all complicated. Mm. It's not all black and white. Oh, we keep saying black and white this episode, mm. but yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> it's the black and white episode. But also, I do find Ella Henderson quite a boring pop star, and I don't like the song, so I'm not going to defend her too much. Um, so, who did you think won the lip sync? Oh my god! It was one hundred percent. It was Black Pepper. I mean, like, I love the splits. I get what you mean. It was quite disjointed. It was like there wasn't. I mean, seeing as she'd had time to learn the words, she could have like practiced it a bit better because it wasn't a good. It wasn't good flow in the lip sync. Um, she did some good tricks. Uh, she looked good, and then when she when she did the dancing at the end, that's what clinched it for me. That was some great. That was some great dancing. Yeah, I mean, I just think she pulled out all her tricks for this lip sync. If she's in the bottom again. Um, I don't know if she's as strong a lip syncer as she thinks she is. She'll end up like she'll end up like Queen Kong doing crazy flips and landing on her face. No, but sometimes it's just about capturing the song. And I get this song wasn't very good, but with another song, I think, well, you've used your stunts. Now we want to see you actually lip sync. So I thought Copper delivered more of an engaging actual lip sync. Okay, yeah. She didn't have the tricks to go with it. Um, but yeah, Black Pepper did win, and it, I think Copper needed to go because I don't want to watch her just get more and more miserable every week. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I want to see that Mizog ginger face every week. Come on now, turn that turn that frown upside down. Put her out of her misery. But she says to RuPaul, "Thank you." Ever since season one of American Drag Race, like this show has saved my life. It's like, a, and then she says her exit line because she remembered hers. <laughs> well, I guess the top can bottom, which you know it's up there now with um, lighting a fire under my ass for the whole top bottom verse joke. Oh, I After this many seasons of Drag Race, I just don't think that joke. It's funny anymore. No, it's just I don't really like top bottom jokes anyway because I find it almost a little bit offensive because it's always like you know, it's always like oh you're a bottom, you're a you're a stinky slut loser, or if you're a top, you're like big big man, you worldly bra. But neither neither of those things are true. So it's just like shut up, shut up. I love that we open the show with a joke about rimming and then we end it with you saying that you're offended <laughs> by top bottom jokes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, not offended. We just, just don't like them, and I, I feel offended. Oh, wait. Let's cancel them, please. Let's cancel all tops and all bottoms. Um, I suspect <laughs> next week is going to be a much better challenge, because I think it, this 
this season needs a good old comedy challenge. And we've got improv. Yeah. They're doing Catty Man, which is like a joke on Alan Carr's Chatty Man. So it's going to be like, I think, our UK version of Bossy Rossi. With, with, guest, with, guest, with guest judge Graham Norton. <laughs> guest judge Graham Norton. They did say who the guest judge was, and I've forgotten who it was now. Uh, no, I don't remember either. It was someone good. Oh, it was Alison Hammond. It was Alison oh, Hammond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be fabulous, because who doesn't love Alison Hammond? Well, she's all right. Well, Dermot O'Leary. Um, so <laughs> that was a fabulous episode. Thank you guys for joining us. You've been listening in Thank your you for joining to us. this season, which probably has something to do with the fact it's actually on iPlayer and you don't have to go behind a paywall mm. to watch it. But um, there's lots of you... I just want to do... I also want to say thank you to our listeners um, that have talked about the show this week so that's Stella Katie and Matt and Sam so thank you guys yay it's nice to have us listen it's nice, it's nice you love us and do 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 join us next week where we'll be cont- continuing to recap season 4 of Drag Race UK and let's click clack it out click clack click clack click clack click clack click tic tacs <laughs> <laughs>